This is the Hoosier Outdoorsman Podcast, episode 39. In this episode, I talk a little bit about my backstory and just talk about some cool stuff. Welcome to the Hoosier Outdoorsman Podcast. This is your host, Riley Hendrickson. And on this podcast, we talk about hunting, fishing, and everything outdoors right here in Indiana. Hey, everybody. So, this has been a crazy week. The uh, the show happened up at Indy. A lot of people went up there. I didn't end up going. I actually uh, tried to go on a crow hunt. Um just to see how things were, and the crows just wouldn't commit, like uh, like usual, so <laughs> they were very fickle. I mean, if you've ever hunted crows before, you know that they are very crafty, they are very smart, and they can see everything, and I have been thinking, I kind of think, because they... Uh, in the summer, they will eat roadkill when there's no corn. So I personally think that they can smell. So not only do they have good eyesight, but I personally believe they can smell you. So so my quest on hunting the crow keeps on going. So I hope everyone's had a great week. I couldn't... Um, so I, I had a plan to have a couple of guests come on the show, and they canceled. And they canceled. And so I decided that this episode would be dedicated to me talking about my testimony and some things in my life that are pretty awesome. And so I just wanted to talk to you about that. This isn't going to be a long episode. So if you're in, interested in this, just keep on. If, if you want to know a little bit of my backstory, just keep tuning in. So, when I was younger, I was told that I had a undeveloped cerebellum, part of my brain. And the doctor told my parents that, and I mean at that time, I had problems moving my left and right arm together, doing things. My speech wasn't the greatest. Um, I had a lot of things just that were kind of holding me back, that they wanted to hold me back a grade and they wanted to put me in a special class and all these things because I just was having problems. I just wasn't 100% because of this brain problem that I was born with. And um, so my parents were told certain things that I wouldn't be able to do. And it was... Doing things with my left and right hand, they weren't sure if I would eventually develop it or what would happen. It was just unclear. So, all my, you know, growing up, that was always a struggle and trying to talk. It wasn't super hard, but I wasn't very fast as far as talking. So, you can tell right now, here I am doing a podcast. So, I wanted to tell you, you know, if if you go through hard times and troubles, you can overcome them. And I will tell you how I overcame this. So, I wasn't, I was going to have problems with my left and right hand. I am a guitarist. I play guitar. I've done uh, albums. I play lead guitar. 
I do riffs like some uh, like uh, Leonard Skinnerd, uh, Freebird riffs and that type of stuff. And I mean, I can play. I can use my left and right hand together. And I'm doing this podcast, and I have to talk. And it's not my strongest suit, but I talk to people, and it's slowly developing. And the only way that is possible is my relationship with God. Now, some of you may tune out right now, but some of you are a little curious. And as outdoorsmen, I want to tell you guys a couple things. I've got the greatest book in front of me right now, and that is the Holy Bible. I was raised with this book, and when I was younger, I kind of rolled my eyes like, oh, the greatest book, or whatever. It is the greatest book of all time. And as outdoorsmen, throughout the season, you will see things that kind of like stir you inside. You'll see a deer, or you'll hear the squirrels running around, or like me, you'll see ducks fly by, and it just gets you going. And you feel something. You feel something like, oh, that's amazing. This is so beautiful. The sunrise, the sunsets. We get to see things that not everyone get to see. People in the city, they don't get to see them unless they go out and get in there and experience what we get to see. And you feel that little feeling in your chest and sometimes you feel like there's something bigger than you. And I want you to hear this. This is out of the Bible. Listen to this. But now ask the beasts. This is Job 12. But now ask the beasts, and they will teach you, and the birds of the air, and they will tell you. Or speak to the earth, and it will teach you, and the fish of the sea will explain to you, who among all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In whose hand is the life of everything of every living thing and the breath of all mankind. When you feel that little feeling in your chest, when you see something awesome out in creation, creation is telling you there is a God. There is someone that made all this. That the God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow, he exists forever. And he, he is almighty. And that little feeling that you felt during hunting season, and you wondered what that was, and you thought maybe, oh, it was just like the goosebumps or whatever. That was something. Creation was telling you. That deer that walked by, it was the beautiful, uh, it, these deer and the ducks, they are the beautiful creation of God, and they are testifying, all creation testifies that there is a creator. And you know, Sometimes, you know, in life we think, well, you know, we think we'll get, I'll get to heaven. I'm a good guy. I'm a nice guy. Well, Jesus did not say anywhere in the Bible that you will get to heaven by being a nice guy. It says, John fourteen six. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Wow. So Jesus is saying right there, right there, he's wrecking your theory. If you're saying, I'm a nice guy, I'll get to heaven because I'm a nice guy, or I give money to the poor, or I do all these things, guess what? Christ just said, no other way to the Father but by him. 
So let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how do we get to the Father? How do we get to heaven? So there was these things in the Old Testament called the Ten Commandments, and they were laws given to man, these laws that God gave to man. To, he gave them to Moses on Mount Sinai. Now, the definition of sin is an immoral act considered to be a transgression against divine law. So if you break one of these laws, you have committed an act of sin against God. So I'm going to real quick go through these commandments and explain what you could do to commit a sin. Okay? So the first commandment, you shall have no other God before me. So if you have the God of money, if you have the God of spending your whole life in a job and that's you just dedicate it climbing up the ladder that can be a god or music you spend your whole life playing music or doing whatever or hunting you're an outdoorsman you spend all your moments and time hunting that's another god besides god let's go second commandment you shall not make yourself a carved image so you're not supposed to make a carved image and worship it. Uh, third commandment. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. How many times? I, I'm ashamed to admit it. I have said GD. And we do not even say hit the words Hitler and the word damn it together. But we say God's holy name with the word D-A-M-N, <laughs> damn it. So anyway, so we take his name in vain. I have done it. I'm sure you have at some point in time, and it just slips out. Well, guess what? That's a sin. The fourth, command, the fourth commandment, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Back then, you were supposed to rest on the Sabbath. Fifth commandment, honor your father and mother. I guarantee I have dishonored my father and mother at some point in time. I have talked back to them or whatever when I was younger. It happens. We all did it. Guess what? That's another sin. So you can go through all these commandments. The sixth one, you shall not murder. Jesus, um, it says, I'm trying to remember where it says, but if you have hate towards someone you've murdered them in your mind. There you go. That's a sin. So the seventh commandment, you shall not commit adultery. If you look at someone lustfully, you have committed adultery with them. How many have done that? Eighth, you shall not steal. I'm sure you have accidentally stolen at some point in time. I have. You know, you go through all these commandments. The ninth, you shall not bear any false witness against your neighbor. Lying. Everyone lies. I've done it too. Ten, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, blah, blah, blah. So it goes through here. You shall not covet anything that someone else's. Has someone driven by in a boat and you've been like, I, I wish I had that? Or you're friend has something and you just you're jealous you're like man i wish i had that that'd be so cool guess what that's another sin so 
So we've figured out we can't, it is almost impossible to even go through a day without breaking these commandments. So we know now, by the definition of sin, an immoral act considered to be a transgression against divine law, we commit these sins daily. Now, how do we take care of this? How does God take care of this? How does God put it to where we we can get to heaven because we can't be in the presence of God if we have all this sin? Well, guess what? John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. For whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So now you're told if you believe in him. What does that mean? What what do I need to do to to believe in Jesus? It says in Romans ten nine that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. This podcast is about that outdoors. I understand that. But right now, maybe you're going through something. Maybe you're going through a struggle, depression, a hard time. I want you to know, or you have committed sins, and you just feel this weight on your shoulders. I want you to know, right now, that scripture tells us that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You can be saved today, no matter what you've done. No matter what. Now, what I'm about to say, I'm about to take a second and I'm going to read or say the sinner's prayer. And I'm going to give you a moment to repeat after what I say, repeat what I say. Now, this isn't pixie dust. This isn't anything magic. Okay, but what this is, is this is a confession between you and God. Now, if you're listening to this by yourself, you know, some people, they go to church and they hear this part and they're like, oh, oh, I don't want to do this around these people. Guess what? Perfect time. You are in your vehicle or you have your earbuds in at work or you're you're away or you're this is a good time. Okay, so. The, what we're going to do is I'm going to read this. If you're hearing this right now, if you are going to say this with me, please, if you're driving, please pull over. Okay, please pull over. Just take a minute, two minutes just to do this. I don't want you to be closing your eyes and saying this and then get in an accident. Okay, So this is going to just take a couple seconds. So we are going to say this to God. This is us talking to God. And this is the sinner's prayer, okay? So I'm going to give you a second to pause this. Okay, so if you could please close your eyes and bow your head. And I will say this. I will say a line and you repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus... I ask you into my heart. I confess I am a sinner. 
I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I commit my life to you today. And I ask you to help me live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you just said that, you have just done it. You have just given your life over to God, to Jesus. You just gave your life over to Jesus, and you're living for him now. And so now you have to tell someone. (laughs) That's the part of it. You've got to, if someone's been praying for you, you have to tell them, hey, I gave my heart to Jesus. Or if you... If you really want to, uh, on Facebook, find Riley Hendrickson, find me, and there's about four profiles. I will have the profile with the picture of the Hoosier Outdoorsman emblem of the jackalope on it. Click on that, send me a message, and say, hey, I gave my heart to Jesus. But you have to tell someone. Now, the next step is kind of hard, but it's pretty easy. Now... You, you you need to find a church. You need to find a group of fellow believers that believe in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You have to find a faith-filled church and and start going there. And uh, if you can't if if you can't find one just yet, my church does a live stream every sun every Wednesday evening and every Sunday morning. It's Soul Harvest Church at Cloverdale, Indiana, in Cloverdale, Indiana, and look up some of those or check us out on the live stream. We're in Cloverdale, Indiana. If you are in that area, come check it out. Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, and we would be happy to have you. If you you so happen to see a guy playing the guitar on the praise and worship team, that would be me. Come up and say hi. I would love to meet you. And... If you ju- if you said this and you gave your heart to Jesus, I'm so happy for you. And it's I'm pretty happy to finally do an episode about this because I get to talk to awesome people and some pretty cool people in the hunting industry, but finally I get to talk about my hero, my savior, my God, and it has been awesome. So um yeah so this has been the Hoosier Outdoorsman podcast and I hope you have a blessed day Oh how beautiful you are You who placed all the stars in the sky to shine all your glory and tell a wondrous story How beautiful you are How beautiful You are How beautiful You are
sing. 